All right, Knights, are you ready? Jay, are you ready? I'm ready. Now, if, if anyone knows us, you know, we're the biggest uh, uh, stands, as the young kids say, for Captain America, right, Jay? That's right. Yeah, we're wearing it. And so why did we take so long to do it? Because talk about Captain America, or what is it called, Jay? What's the show called? Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Ah, because Captain America's not in it. That's why we took so long. Actually, Captain America isn't it. Just, ah. not, just not the cap you're expecting. <laughs> not, not Steven Rogers? Yeah, not Steve Rogers. Okay, well, exactly. So, Jay, should we just GBN it? Because people always say we're never on track. Yeah. Uh, what yeah, we GBN should. stand for, for the new listeners? Uh, yes. Uh, good, bad, and the nerdy. And the nerdy. And the nerdy. All right, Jaybird, what are, you, what are you feeling? Should we start with the good? Yeah, always got to start with the good. So, yeah, for me. Um, good for me. Uh, I would say one of the goods is kind of throwing in some uh, characters throughout the show without needing to feel like they're bringing in someone big like Doctor Strange. So, an example would be the uh, like the Wakandan female spear wielding uh force like the protectors of the king i don't remember their name it's a complex name but but for me it's good because they're woven in throughout the story so it's cool to have these callbacks to other movies like them throughout uh zemo's another one like it just kind of there were there were some things that fit really well in that universe if that makes sense and that's one thing i really like it's also bad because there's some things that don't fit well in that universe in my opinion um so what about you what's a good for you you know what I really, really liked? Um, they In the very beginning, the first episode, and what is really cool when shows do this, is when they make it into real world. Like, the Falcon doesn't have any money, right? He's not a billionaire. He's not yeah. anything special. So it was cool to humanize him, in a way. Like, he thought his fame. He was trying to get money for their boat with his sister. And like, how are you going to do it? And he just tried to use his fame. And, like, the guy was excited to see him. Like, oh, you're the Falcon. So cool. But it didn't help him at all. He tried to name drop something that you would assume something would happen, like everyday life. So I really liked that in the beginning. It was super cool. It got me super pumped to be like, what happened after the Avengers blew up? They, they're not they're not made out of money. How do they make money? Like they even asked that. They approached it. How do you guys even make money? <laughs> Goodwill. Nope. Sorry. Yeah, he it said he had government contracts, but he had no history of revenue, which was interesting. And it cracked me up. You know, the reason why the shrimp boat wasn't um, successful was because someone named Forrest Gump had come in and taking all the uh all the shrimp in the area Bubba told you how to do it yeah bubba gum shrimp had already taken it all that's kind of what i thought of when i watched it i was like hey <laughs> wonder where bubba's at i don't know why but that cracked me up yeah uh, so that was really good because you know a lot of times in these shows i think uh josh whedon put it best sometimes you need to humanize them like he likes to kill off characters to make them not immortal so when you see people without powers because wanda dropped right like six weeks before this and she did whatever she wants. She's Wanda. She can right. be one of the most powerful people in the world. She didn't care about money. She can make stuff happen. She doesn't need anything. Yeah. My question is, how can Vision afford? <laughs> Vision can afford a loan on a <laughs> on a, yeah, on a lot of land to build a house. But uh, but Sam Wilson can't afford a SBA loan to get his boat off the ground. <laughs> well, Sam was tight with the. He picked the wrong side. He was tight with Cap. He wasn't tight with Iron Man. True. <laughs> Tony Stark. That's true. Lesson learned, guys. Lesson learned. So true. <laughs> yeah. I, I did like that he, you know, here he has all these rich friends, and it's kind of funny that he doesn't ask for money from them. Like, that's not a thing, which is true well, to real life. Like, who does you know, he have, though? 
Tony's gone. Who else has money? They, they disbanded. Right. But even with that, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, I mean, it's the same thing with Captain America, right? Like he's, he's on government contracts. I doubt he has any money in the bank. But he doesn't need anything. Cap had just him to worry about. He didn't have a family. He didn't have history. He just right. Had right. It makes me want, well, yeah, it makes me wonder about some of the other characters too. Um, it is kind of interesting though, you know, to, to kind of explore into that. That was a cool dynamic. I agree with you. Yeah, it was just cool because I've always wondered in my head, you know, like how do they do that? How do they survive if you don't if you're not built with powers, right? Because if you have powers, oh, you have powers. Do whatever you want, and you're not a billionaire. <clears throat> most powerless people are billionaires. You know, you got your Bruce Wayne's, you got your Tony Starks, but the Falcon just had uh, wings. Like you know what I mean? Like he's just yeah. Right. Um. One thing I like about Sam. So. At some point, we're going to have to touch on race a little bit just because they, they've made it part of um, the show without doing too much. One thing I liked about Sam was at times he kind of reminded me of a, a Martin Luther King kind of mentality of, you know, not wanting to fight and being a, even though he's even though he's a soldier. It was kind of cool that there were times where he didn't want to fight at first. You know, he was he was very um, <clears throat> passive at times. And I really liked that. I thought that was cool from a superhero because there are other superheroes where like they just want to gun it. You know what I mean? Yeah, but that's his training, right? Was PTSD like that's right. what he did before he met Cap? So he knew the training. Totally. He, he's humanized very well. Yeah, they did a good job of fleshing him out. I really like Sam Wilson. Um, it, uh, I was super worried about the dynamic with Sam and Bucky, but I mean, they had moments back in. Uh, I think it was was it Silver? No, no, yeah, Silver War. The beginning. Civil War. Yeah. yeah, and I really liked their because uh, Sam would always reach out to Bucky, but Bucky didn't try because he was Bucky, you know. There were a couple of times where I thought for having, you know, someone who's like specialized in PTSD, he probably could have a little bit of, been a little bit more patient with Bucky, who's like the case like of ground zero for PTSD. There were a few times where I thought Sam was kind of snippy with him and had no patience. And but then there were other times where he was really good and helped him out, like especially towards the end. He really helped him get through it. Did you like uh, how Bucky was dealing, like being friends with the guy? How, or I guess Bucky couldn't grow much. Like he has nothing. He was just wandering. Right. That I was saw, right. I saw a super funny meme where it talked about Wanda, like having all this trauma and it uh, like was like creates her own civilization enslaving people. And then it was like Bucky having all this trauma. And then at the bottom, it's him smiling, super goofy. And it says goes to therapy. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was pretty funny. That is funny. I didn't like, so it, it fits in with the universe, but I do kind of miss the winter soldier when he would just like wreck people. Cause the winter soldier was like a powerhouse. And then Bucky didn't want to kill people. So there were times where I feel like he got beat up simply because he didn't want to be the Winter Soldier anymore. Like he still wanted to be part of the action and help. But like there were a few times with the Flag Smashers, even though they had Super Serum, where like he got it handed to him pretty quickly. Like he didn't even put up a fight. And I think the reason is because he didn't want to be the Winter Soldier um, anymore. And and you see that when, when he is pretending to be the Winter Soldier, how quickly he can clear a room. And I think the third episode was Zemo. He was holding back, right? Because he was scared to go back to... Because he, he fixed a lot of himself when he was in Wakanda, right? He had a lot of therapy. So he was scared to be the Winter Soldier, correct? Yeah, and I think he didn't want to kill again. He already had enough people in his book. I don't think he wanted to add more. Which is an interesting dynamic. It'll be interesting what they do with, to see what they do with the White Wolf, where they're taking him. Ah, the White Wolf. You mean Jon Snow? <laughs> yes. <laughs> On Game of Thrones, they call him the White Wolf. At the uh, end. <laughs> I see. But I like that White Wolf. White Wolf. Isn't that also another 
I've probably a ton of them. I was going to say, I think that might be Gerald or Gerald of Rivia, uh, Butcher Blaviken. They might call him White Wolf. Uh, yeah, you're right. That is right. Isn't his insignia a white wolf? <laughs> yeah. So while we're in good and, and approaching into bad, I really want to talk real quickly about the most controversial character in the in this show, uh, Wyatt Russell. So um, Kirk Russell's son is Wyatt Russell. John AKA Walker. John Walker, yeah. Well, what did you think of John Walker? Uh, he evolved. I think I could GBN him throughout the whole series. He has good, he has bad, he has nerdy. I feel like he's good. His intent was good. And, you know, when he was, he didn't have the serum and I don't, and I thought it was good, but, you know, I don't blame him for taking it. I mean, who, who other than the Falcon, who wouldn't, I would take it. Like if your goal is to be captain America and you're dealing with stuff you can't fight with, why not even the playing field? Right. And he's on, I mean, from his point of view, he's on the right side. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? He's, I know all he's trying to do is be the right guy. I love that. Yeah, um, I, I actually really liked his character. I, I like, uh, so we posted a meme, Johnny and I did, uh, and that blew up about, um, it, it shows, you know, he, him just smashing that dude in with the shield with a crazy face. And beneath it, it has Emperor Palpatine saying, uh, they killed your friend, you wanted revenge. It was only natural. Um, but someone in the comments said that they liked, uh, in fact, I'll pull it up. Shout out. Give that shout out. Yeah, yeah. But well, well someone else. So there's two shout outs, but one of them, yeah. I don't know. Here, you. I'll pull it up real quick, Johnny. Why don't you talk a little bit more of what you thought? Here, here's about. what I what I that scene alone tells me why it's good, bad, and nerdy. Because it was good. Because you know what? I agree, man. If you, if Jay, if someone murdered you, I would be angry and chase him down. It right? was bad. It was bad to see the shield with blood on it. That shield that we're both wearing on our shirts means a lot. But right? here's the thing: Cap threw that shield through so many people's heads. Yeah, but he never... there shield. There should be blood on it. But not like be. that, though. It should be nicked a little, but not that. Like the whole. 30% of the bottom, 33% of the bottom was just dripping of blood. Yeah. Just, like, that was iconic. I always that much blood on a shield. I always love the people who are, who like think that Captain America and, and the Marvel characters have this Batman rule of not killing. Like they kill all the time. Uh, Batman killed a lot in the new justice league, but whatever. That's true. That's <laughs> true. But like that's, that's Zack Snyder's version, which is not true to the comics. Um, yeah, their whole a, a lot of heroes to be a hero you don't kill right because then that makes you an anti-hero, uh, which Batman technically can be an anti-hero. Back to Marvel, uh, it's it's true. You wonder how many people cap. I mean, maybe he's so proficient at throwing it, he knows how to throw it just to knock you out. It's so true. So, uh, but I'm just saying, like we've never ever seen bloodied at all and it was just pure anger with him and i'm like i don't you know what i don't blame him at all that's the most humanizing thing in the world. i mean look cap started a whole civil war because they tried to kill bucky right so it's not like cap's not chaotic good as we like to put it in D terms but he just went a little more chaotic evil towards the end because he murdered somebody <laughs> the new cap so here's the interesting thing all right so here's here's uh here's our shout outs we'll do two quick shout outs so uh skelly imf uh said walk on our instagram yeah, this is on our Instagram. Uh, Walker was literally the only thing that was good in the series. Don't agree with that, but... Um, Opinion out, good to have. Yeah, he said, and honestly, this series was simply about the Falcon. Why Winter Soldiers is included is beyond me. He was a bit player. I don't know how I feel about that. But the real one I wanted to, uh, <clears throat> to highlight was Tom Almond. So shout out to him. Uh, he gave us permission to, to share this. But Tom Almond said, I love John Walker because he acts like a real person not some idealistic superhero. He's the character I found the most relatable and grounded of all the Marvel content. I thought that was pretty interesting. 
Yeah, that's a good point because a lot of them are like, how good are you? Like, you know, the Falcon. I wouldn't take the serum. I mean, wouldn't you though, Sam? I mean, come on, think about it. Okay, so let's paint a quick picture. So Carly, the main antagonist, literally blew up a, a building full of innocent people a few days ago. John Walker corners him and her buddy starts holding him down so she can stab him. Lamar comes in, saves John Walker and then gets punched into the wall and dies. And I... Yeah, so so you just watched him die. They were just about to stab you. They were holding you down to stab you. Would you not go and kill him? And the thing is, is it's like it looks bad because the guy was begging for his life, but everyone else in Marvel kills people. They just do it quicker. So that's the only distinction is like he had time to beg. That's literally the only distinction. Well, and I also, they saw it. And then it's also cap killing. It, it doesn't help. Like you can be a lesser known. Like if Hawkeye kills someone, you're like, who's Hawkeye? We don't even know who it is. But Cap is the symbol, right? That's the thing, though. But look at the other movies. No, no, no. Cap kills people all the time. He just does it on stealth mission, so no one sees it. I don't know, man. Dude, he's kicking people off boats. There's a scene in the first Captain America where he busts into a room and just is leveling the playing field, blowing people up and shooting them. And he does it in a... He may die, though. Maybe he just injures them a little. And like, uh... <laughs> They're just sleeping. We don't know. We don't know. But he's really trying to keep the, the shield <laughs> unbloodied. And I'm like, no. he's He's got a 1911 and he is popping caps in people. I mean, I know it was in the 40s and, you know, you could kill more since war. But still, did he kill them? Yes. And in, if you rewatch <laughs> The Winter Soldier, there's times where for sure he's killing people. Like, he's kicking them off helicarriers. He's, he's totally fine with... Uh, and he's a soldier and that was that, that that's kind of the difference between him and batman um but i do like so so that makes sense to me you know here here um you're chasing down someone who just killed your friend and they were about to stab you and they just blew up a thing of innocence it's like dude kill that guy he's a plague he's he's a he needs to go he's like as bad as thanos not as bad as thanos he didn't call the universe but but people who think that any means to an end is okay you know and all of a sudden you can start killing innocents or whatever it's like Really? You know, are we going <laughs> to, this, this isn't a really relatable character. I was kind of like, I was kind of like, do I blame John Walker? Like, yeah, it was really hard to watch, but do I blame him? I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. They're, they're a riot. What are they there? I, I see where they're kind of coming from this uh, radical group. Cause imagine like, you know, half the world is gone and you get set in ways and all of a sudden people are back and like, Hey, never mind, forget you. But they also do murder people. I guess that's the turning point, right? There was a news broadcast after they blew up that building where they're like, so-and-so was a brand new father and was totally like, was just a security guard there. It's like yeah. had nothing to do with the conflict and they blew him up. And I'm like, that's, that's beyond, you know, like, I don't, I don't know. know, dude, fake news. <laughs> anyway, good shout out to Tom Almond. Uh, in fact, Tom Almond, you are our night of the week. Thank you. Night for- of the week. Yes, thank you for contributing, for commenting. Here's yeah, your shout out. We love it when you comment on our uh, Deadlight Nerds social media. We're on Insta, TikTok. We're on a Twitter. We're yet to be good at it, but we're on Twitter. Comment on <laughs> us. We get bored. We love to comment back. Even on our personal accounts, we'll comment back. We don't care. Yeah, so true. Um, w- let's get into some bads real quick. Uh, I mean, the bad for me, and again, we're uh, stance, as the kids say. We're... Uh, or uh, simps, we're simpsy. I don't even know what the kids say anymore for Captain America. And I love, love, love Peggy Carter. And at the very end, when uh, what's what's uh, Agent 47? Yeah, when Sharon Carter comes back into America, they're like, Welcome back, Agent Carter. And then she turns around and goes all evil. You're kind of ruining Peggy's name in my eyes. So that was my bad, one of my bads. So there's a really cool fan theory about Sharon being evil, even in Civil War. Um, because there are things that Zemo is doing 
that like require two people. Like he couldn't time it on his own. Like if you look through it and there, there are even like cutscenes where, where Zemo kind of says something and then it cuts to Sharon. And it's like, it's, 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 it's almost uses a tool to, to be like the two are in cahoots. And then she's part of it when he breaks out and she's like, they're involved. And so part of me is kind of like, has she been kind of evil all along? Like was Zemo paying her? Cause he's, we've established he's wealthy and we've established she wants power. Like she does want money and power. So there's a fan theory that from civil war on Sharon's kind of always been bad. Um, and it's kind of believable. I'll, maybe I'll do a full video on it sometime with you, but, but. Um, she wasn't it, Hydra. She's just bad. Yeah, exactly. She's just power hungry. She's not from Hydra like us. Why not? Um, I was going to say my bad. If that's Did you want to talk about this some more? No, 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 no. Keep going. I went, Sharon. You can go. So there are a few scenes with CGI where like Bucky runs and it just looks like the most sped up goofy thing I've ever seen. Like it looks so bad. It would have been better to just cut that out. (laughs) It looks like you're fast forwarding an old VCR tape. I was pretty irritated with it. Uh, yeah, that was true. I mean, I know it's a little bit on Wanda too. You're like, you're at Disney, you can afford uh, VFX, right? You can afford it, and you've had time to do it because you stopped recording last year, and because they were also stuck in. Uh, we forget Australia was burning up a lot, and they were filming in Australia, and they had a delay. Like you guys had time, you could have uh, done a little more editing. Yeah, well, and even outside of editing, it's like I saw how they did it in Twilight. Like, yeah, it's kind of goofy, but it looked better than that. <laughs> and Twilight is ten years old now, so. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it, it was a little. I didn't like. Uh, oh man, there's just a lot. I mean, that was Sharon was bad to me, and then the bloody, the bloody shield. Let me go back to that. I just don't like the bloody shield. That's it. Just don't be bloody. I love the shield. A lot of people commented on how Sam was instantly trying to wipe it off. Was he? Yeah. After, so, after they get the shield from him, Sam's quickly trying to wipe the blood off. Where do you lie? Because this isn't. I guess it could be bad too, but where do you lie on who had authority of the shield? Uh, I think had... Wakanda, I think Wakanda should have had it, really. Really? I, I mean, so if Sam wasn't going to keep it, I think he should have given it back to Wakanda. Because <laughs> I like it, because I was with you, I'm like, Sam could have given it to Bucky. He could have just kept it, but he didn't want to keep it. And what I liked what, uh, what Sam said was like, I was trusted to decide what to do with it because Cap gave it to me. So he trusted me to decide what to do with it. So I kind of was like, so I wasn't too annoyed by it, but I saw a lot of people getting mad. So I guess bad would be the, the choice that he made, but I don't know if that's bad for you or not. Yeah. One thing I, uh, one thing, so this is, obviously the show uh, touches on race. One thing that kind of warmed my heart a little bit was that um, everyone loved Sam Wilson. I, I shouldn't say everyone, but a lot of people really love seeing Sam Wilson as Captain America, myself included. I was pretty stoked on that. I like him over Bucky. I like him over everyone else in the cast lineup of, of the Avengers to take the shield. Um, I like that uh, in their world, you know, having a black man be Captain America is pretty controversial. And in our world, the the white guy with blue eyes who was trying to take over as Captain America got death threats. No, okay, hold on. I don't like that he got death threats. That's really bad, but he was not well received. Um, that just shows the extreme of it. Let me rephrase all this. I like that everyone had a huge issue with Wyatt Russell's Captain America and absolutely loved Anthony Mackie's. Um, and to, to me, that was kind of like, awesome. That's cool. But that's as, that's as far as I'm going to go on race, just because I don't have two feet to stand on with it. I can't. Yeah. They, 
Yeah, I was just going to say, it shouldn't have been a shock to anyone who's ever, you know, read a comic book because in Civil War, I think it was 2007, maybe three, uh, Falcon takes over as Captain America. Bucky is a secret Captain America, but that's because they aren't friends. But still, it was not like a shock to anybody. Right. The people who are like shocked by it, I'm like, have you read a comic? I mean, <laughs> have you read was, the wiki part of the Civil, comics? Like, yeah, the like summary? Civil War 2 is when Cap comes out of hiding. Where he's like, oh, just kidding, I didn't die. But it's not like it was a, a shock to anybody. It shouldn't have been. But I know uh, uh, Anthony Mackie was my favorite character overall. I guess if I had to pick, picking one, he was the more humanized, the more heart, heart and soul though. So this is going to be a little weird, but my, so actually two favorite characters and they're both side characters. Um, and I'm going to pick one good, one bad. My favorite. So let's just jump into nerdy. So for nerdy for me, Zemo was my nerdy. Zemo was one of my nerdies. I love Zemo. Um, I loved his purple mask. I love that he was like he would. He would. I just like that he's. I like that he's understandable. He doesn't like. He doesn't like these larger than life figures who can just, you know, everyone else's minnows and their sharks. He That's caused Iron Man and Captain Britain. Yeah, but like even just like he's a he, home wrecker, dude. He's he a home wrecker. He starts shooting the super soldiers and he starts smashing the vials. It's like. Oh, dude, this guy is serious. And he's got, so you can understand this villain. He's, he's relatable, maybe not relatable, but he's understandable. Um, and re- even actually, I would even say relatable. Like, you know what he wants. And it's not just someone who, who wants chaos or evil. It's like, no, he doesn't want sharks and minnows. He wants all minnows, you know? He doesn't want cities toppling around them because because Tony Stark decided to make a super robot and, you know, have a fist fight with it. Mm-hmm. Or, or yeah, if you rewatch Age of Ultron, it's like <laughs> there's so much destruction that the Avengers do. It's almost they almost do more bad than good, especially in that one. <laughs> yeah, my because uh, I, I still ask nerds like, whose team are you on? Even though it's been you know ten years, uh, are you Team Cap or Team Iron Man? And I love it when they're Team Iron Man and they tell me why because I see where they're coming from. But uh, my friend I work with Q, he was going off about like. Uh, you know, Tony understood and he did this. So the next day I came into work with my Captain America shirt and I just started pointing to it to him just to get in a fight. So I get uh, where they're coming from, but it doesn't mean they're right. Uh, For so, me, Tony joining the Sokovia Accords was his way of like feeling terrible because he's causing all these problems. It's all his fault. Yeah, it totally is. Captain America isn't isn't causing this stuff. I don't know. So that was my thing with team cap. It's like when captain America's in charge, I don't think a bureaucracy should be controlling him. Um, but when Iron Man's in charge, then yeah, he probably should have a bureaucracy controlling him. Cause, cause the dude's a nut job. He's a mad scientist and doesn't, you know, he created vision after Ultron after he'd already created one super bad robot. He was like, you know what? Let's create another with no, yeah. what <laughs> billionaires have no, uh, he doesn't know the word. No. Yeah, yeah. So that's my. That's, that's my wants, but... I think there's there's truth to both, but someone came freaking out at me about because I was Team Cap, and I'm like, look, Iron Man, like you can't. He's almost a villain at times. Like he's not. He sacrificed himself for the whole world, but but from Zemo's point of view, who do you think's the real villain? You know, here you have this Baron who's, you know, just living his life, and <laughs> Tony's super robots dropped a city on his family. Yeah, but then he also did. Uh kill uh the king of wakanda so it's not like he <laughs> killed a lot of people too <laughs> I just, their numbers are, but what they can probably uh, compare that? numbers i'm saying now for sure he's 100 a villain but i was just saying what set him on that path to make him relatable 
Yeah. Uh, you should probably. Oh, my other character, real quick. I had two characters. The other one's uh, Battlestar, or uh, he's play- okay. So he's played by um, Clay Bennett. I have mm-hmm. to remember his other his other name. It's um, they call him Battlestar. He's it's like Varen. Crap. Why am I blanking, dude? You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the he's the sidekick. Mar Hoskins, agent. Yeah, yeah. So it's uh, Wyatt Russell's sidekick. I really liked Lamar. I I don't know why. I really liked his character. Like right off the bat, he was just a good person. He kept Wyatt Russell in check. Um, he was just supportive, and he wanted to do the right thing. And I really liked him. He was there. He was dude. He was fighting with all his heart, despite being way out of his league. When he got kicked into the wall, I was like, no. <laughs> yeah, that was like a – I was sad about that. Dude, that was one of the harder deaths I've taken in the in the series. I was like, no, I really yeah, like it. Show-wise, this is the hardest death in general. I mean, movie-wise, it doesn't come close, but we also yeah. had 15 years to build a attachment to people. Uh, but, no, I totally – he was great. He uh, He's a psychic that you need. He was there for moral support. And, he's, and, you know, and you can tell they've been friends for a very long time. He wasn't just like – found him and was supporting him kind of like Falcon and Cap like he was like no I've known him for decades yeah Carly died and I was like good she's blown up innocence and they tried to kind of make her sympathetic and I was like no no like she's setting cars on fire with people in them (laughs) it's like oh oh I'm supposed to feel bad that this person died nah (laughs) didn't get any sympathy when she was going through the little uh, village and like the little kids were running around and she was like taking care of them and Dude, I didn't. Even then, <laughs> it had already blown up all the innocent people. And I was like, you know. <laughs> and she wasn't very charismatic for me either. Like, she gave a lot of these speeches to the middle distance, but they were kind You're of. You're not a fan of the Irish people, are you? Well, no, they were kind of mumbled speeches. And, like, well, she, didn't really, she wasn't really, like, you know, for, for a genre with Marvel that has a lot of really good speeches, she didn't really give any. There was, I just didn't really get behind her character. Um, but I was pretty mad when uh, Battlestar died. Oh, you know, it was actually a, a, a tough scene. And I'll put this a little nerdy is when uh, Walker had to go tell his family, Dude. family that he died. And then he lied about that. You get the person that killed them. And he, you know, we're, what would you do? And that, like I said, the, the nerdy part, is also good. They humanized it extremely well because who wouldn't lie to the, the parents right there? You're like, no, I got him. I mean, it wasn't a, it was a white lie. He did get someone involved, but it wasn't the killer. Right. And then later she's pushing the car full of people off like the building, the construction building, and he's trying to break them out. Rather than go after her, he starts. Yeah, he had a he had a uh uh a good try to a redemption. That was a redemption scene to be like, no, he he does have moral. Yeah, I don't think yeah, it's and I think because he's not Chris Evans and because he's not uh Steve Rogers, people automatically hated his character. But it's funny that a lot of people actually attach to his character pretty quick. So, oh, yeah, I mean, you're not like if they make another someone replaces Iron Man, you're like, no, they, these are two established characters. There's characters you can't replace. One hundred percent. I'm trying. And to- it's like, well, because I was gonna say Falcon just be is just Falcon. He's not Captain America, or he's just he's like he's the Falcon, right? But he's wearing the colors of Cap, and he'll have the shield. That's that's totally fine. I think he officially is going to be called Captain America from oh, really? part out. Yeah. What's funny though. So at the end of the series, they end it with the title card, Captain America and the winter soldier or something like that. Uh, and it's like, isn't Bucky's art supposed to be that he's like the white wolf now. And like, he's, he's overcome the winter soldier part. Yeah. That's the white wolf is just what Wakandans call him. But wouldn't that be cooler if it was Captain America and the white wolf? Like, <laughs> I don't know. 
because Falcon's not a derogatory name, but for him, the Winter Soldier is a derogatory name. So it's like of all the names to change. And it's still known too, right? Like the Winter Soldier is still known in the underground as a criminal or as an assassin, right? Because when he goes in uh, in that one of the European cities and the guy's still... Uh, Zemo is still acting like the Winter Soldier is under control. Like no one did not believe. Like everyone believed it. Yeah, especially after he tore apart the room. Yeah, without even trying. Uh. I know. Overall, I would say the show did a lot of really good things, and then there were a few things that didn't necessarily fit super well in in the Marvel universe. But I was I, I let it pass. You know what I mean? Yeah, I liked it more than Wanda. I didn't love it. I mean, it's hard to love a TV show, I guess. It's hard for me to love really. Marvel TV shows because they feel like drama. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's like right. Marvel movies. And I yeah. don't get me wrong. I, I, I lean more TV, you lean more movie. That's why we work because we each have passions for both. Uh, I thought it was a great, I mean, they didn't have anybody like from the next series. No one from Loki, no one from, no one from phase five, right? They were the only ones. Yeah. So it was like a, a, a moment in time. Like It's not like someone was like, hey, Wanda's out of control. Go find her. You know, That yeah. wasn't even mentioned. It was like, oh, you guys are doing side missions. You're dealing with Sharon. Figure it out. Yeah. So I, I guess for me, like the main summary would be I love Sam Wilson a lot. He's awesome. Uh, I still like the Winter Soldier, but he's toned down. And so it'll be interesting to see what he does as the White Wolf. And I'm really intrigued by um, Wyatt Russell as the U.S. agent, the now U.S. agent. And I'm still really sad about um, our homeboy Battlestar dying, getting kicked into yeah. a pillar. Still bummed. I'm, uh, I'm excited to see what uh, what uh, Valentina ends up doing, the one who made him the U.S. agent, what her part is in all AKA this. A.K.A. Elaine. Elaine or uh, whatever, Veep, whatever you want to call her. Anyway, she's awesome. That was a good cameo, I guess, because it's not like she was really in it too much. She did it so, so well. She stole the screen, and any anytime she was there, she stole the oh, screen. That's what she does. I mean, you don't hire someone like that. Yeah, without pulling some own weight. So I'm excited to see up. You know, I'm season two of Wanda. If there has one, I don't really. I'm not too excited, but I'm I'm a little interested to see where Falcon and Winter Soldier is going to go, or Cap and Winter Soldier, whatever they're going to call themselves. I'd give it like a seven, seven and a half out of ten. Yeah, I mean, it's point five or one more better than Wanda. It's not like yeah, seven. I, and a half. Yeah, like I, I don't uh I feel like Loki's gonna be the best out of all these, and I'm not huge into Loki. Everyone else is nothing wrong with loving Loki, but I feel like that one might be the, the wild card in the TV shows for Disney phase five. So we'll see. Yeah. But as always, I always recommend people watching it. I'm like, just watch it. Don't take it for what it is. Just a uh, uh, uh interlude <laughs> uh into the movies, <laughs> uh bookmark yeah. into to Doctor Strange, whatever you want to call it. My my big thing is um, I don't love Marvel TV mostly because I don't want superhero drama. I want superhero action movies. But outside of that, it was good. You know, it was about as good as I think a TV show can be for with these characters for me. Yeah, I feel like Loki might be able to build a little more. I'm excited to see it. Uh, I mean, no, they're never going to capture the Star Wars TV magic of Mando, but who knows? It doesn't money. Feel like a TV show to me. It feels like a really like, cool. yeah. It feels like a series, if that makes sense. Does that make sense? Uh, I think I think TV shows in your head, it's like a sitcom, like Big Bang or or uh, something like that. So you're like, ah, TV show, huh? Right, but but Mando felt like the movies. Like there wasn't a scene well, where 
I don't know. I was going to say, Mandos are typically 47 minutes long. Sometimes these shows have been 27, 30. And then they have to uh, put together a lot in a short time frame. So you like it to be expanded out. You like to see the world build. They can't really build a world. It's already okay. built, so they just go in. Typically, I don't know. I, I'm with you, 7, 7.5. Yeah. I don't see anything like that. Oh, well. Well, I think that concludes our review johnny do you have any big announcements for us uh big announcements i mean we have a really cool our next cast is gonna be amazing we got a up-and-coming musician he's massive we remember concerts jay Mm -hmm. he's gonna have a concert live so stay tuned for that one nights is that a lot i feel i feel weird like can we go to that (laughs) i know i uh at my work we don't have to wear masks anymore and i felt my face was naked walking around today it was weird that's way weird weird, man Dude, it's uh, exciting. Uh, other than we're going to be in the new Marvel movie, right? Or is that, that's a secret. That's a secret. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Uh, edit that say, out. Can you, was, you gonna, can you edit that out? Yeah. Can you, can you, uh, I was going to say our other big announcement is that FanX was announced in Utah. They've set a date and everything. And uh, we're going we to get a table. We're going to just, we should just do a, a unsanctioned uh, uh, panel. <laughs> just start talking. See if anyone will listen. Yeah. That sounds good. Just yeah, more details on. to come on that. Keep following us. We're on anything at Deadlight Nerds, deadlightnerds.com. You can find all our stuff. If you just happen to find us on YouTube or listen to us on the podcast, talk to us. We get bored. Right, Jay? Yeah, I would love to have an unsanctioned, uh, like we, we set a mic up and anyone can ask us a question. And if Why they do, not? Just, yeah. Honestly, if we're sitting, just walk up and be like, what do you think of this? We'll answer it. We don't care. Yeah, but we'll like make it seem like we're like a mini, like we'll have our own microphones like they do in our own little speaker system. If you, uh, if you know us at all, we like to pretend, fake it till you make it, right? Isn't that our motto? I thought our motto was riding the coattails of uh, successful people. We have a lot of mottos. <laughs> no, but I think that's I think that's it, Knights. We will see you at Fanex. And uh, like Johnny we'll said, we will, have a, we will have a, a new cast up here soon with our homeboy. The Ovenator yeah. will uh, comment back on this. See if you liked it more than us. I mean, if you liked it, if you think we're wrong, let us know. Seriously. We'll comment back. All right, Knight. Thanks for taking your time out of your busy day to listen to a couple of nerds talk about nothing. All right, Knights. We will see you on the flippity flop. Flippity flip.